Welcome to Leveraging Leadership, where we unpack the art of business leadership. I'm your host, Emily Sander, Chief of Staff turned Executive Leadership Coach. In this series, we dive into the role of Chief of Staff, exploring how it can be a game changer and pivotal player on your leadership team. You'll get a backstage pass and learn about the different aspects of the role and what it takes to excel in it. We'll hear from some incredible guests who have firsthand experience serving as chief of staff or collaborating with one on their team. And don't forget, the chief of staff isn't just a title or person. It represents a leadership philosophy. Leveraging leadership is all about finding your points of greatest influence and leveraging them to better serve those around you. Leveraging leadership is all about finding your points of greatest influence and leveraging them to better serve those around you. This episode is talking about what makes a chief of staff role unique. So the chief of staff role is truly one of a kind. There's no one else in the company doing that exact role or has that exact vantage point, which is one of its advantages. So let's go over four items or four elements or ways the chief of staff role is unique. The first one is there's no one way to do it. There's no one way to do chief of staffing. And we alluded to some of the factors that go into making the role dynamic in the first solo episode. So if you want to refresh or check that one out. What I would also say about this is there's no one career path that gets you to chief of staff. I often get that question like, Emily, I'm trying to become a chief of staff. What types of roles do I have to get in before that? Or people are worried because, Emily, I kind of bounced around to different things. You know, I've, I've dabbled in marketing. I did an internship with a product team. Um, I've worked on legal briefs. I've kind of worked with the executive team and EA function. I can't possibly be a chief of staff. And part of me goes, well, that puts you in a really good position to be a chief of staff in a lot of ways. As a chief of staff, you are working with all areas of the business. And you need to have at least a working knowledge of, of all the functional areas and how they work together and the interdependencies. And so having that varied and uh, eclectic background can be a strength. Not to say you can't come from a specialized role. That doesn't prohibit you from, from being a good chief of staff at all, but you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to take one specific path to get in there. On the flip side, you it, it's uh, it's used in a different way. So there's no one way to do it or set it up in a company, meaning I've seen this set up as a rotational role. So you go in there for two years and you get redeployed back into the company at maybe a, maybe a higher level role, so VP or C-suite role. I've seen this as transitional for people. So if someone's wanting to learn about all the different areas of a business and how they work together in order to run their own business, that's a great, that's a great learning ground. It's like a mini MBA. And so there's no one way to do it. Some people go on to be COOs. Some people go on to be CEOs. Some people stay in the chief of staff role forever because they love it. So there's no one way to do it. The next part we'll talk about here, this one's big. So this is, this is really important to, to take away. The chief of staff is not tied to a functional area. The chief of staff isn't tied to a functional area of the business. So what I mean by that is a COO will be naturally tied to operations. A CFO will be rightfully tied to the financial team. And the COO is going to know the most about the operations department. They are going to advocate on behalf of their team. You know, who needs budget? Who should get the budget? Well, the COO is going to raise their hand and say operations. That's their job. Whereas 
the chief of staff sees across the functional areas. They see across the whole board. They see the full picture. And they certainly have a working knowledge of all the functional areas. So operations, finance, technology, legal, et cetera, et cetera. But they don't have the same association to it, nor the same attachment to it. And, you know, again, the COO should rightfully, rightfully be advocating and be all about operations. And the chief of staff should have that bigger picture view and say, okay, I need to know how all these things work together. And my my attachment or my association is to what is best for the business. What is best for the business overall? What's best for the leadership team overall? So in terms of that budget question, okay, maybe it's operations, but hey, maybe we really need to spend a few quarters spending resources and time on our product development. And that's what's best for the company overall. That's what's going to put us in best position as a leadership team in six months, 12 months, 18 months. And so those are the types of decisions and those are the types of perspectives a chief of staff has. Very, very different from, from any other leader in the company. So that's a, that's a key trait that makes it unique. The third one here is the chief of staff is kind of this, this nebulous, vague, X factor type role, right? So there's, it's kind of intangible. I had someone ask, you know, Emily, what do you look for when you're hiring a chief of staff? And people were like, do they need this type of experience or this type of hard skill or demonstrated and proven um, experience here? And I said, maybe like if it's really important for a specific scenario, but more so it's the intangibles. You are looking for the things you can't teach. You are looking for um, being proactive, putting things together, applying common sense, um, being empathetic to people, being able to figure it out. So a high degree of figure it out is I had one chief of staff come to me and say, Emily, I need some coaching. My boss said I, I had a high degree of figure it outness. And that is why I'm in the chief of staff role. <laughs> so that's not wrong, by the way, that's not a wrong way to look at it. So it's these intangible factors. It's the X factor. So that is another one that makes the chief of staff role a little bit different than a lot of other roles. The fourth and final item here I'll cover is the chief of staff is a behind the scenes role. And it's a little bit tricky because in some ways they're very visible and in some ways they're very invisible. And what I mean by that is chief of staff is known within the company, certainly within the executive leadership team. So they're very visible in that sense. The chief of staff will be meeting with lots of different VPs, directors, managers, um, rank and file folks, customers and everything. And so they're visible and known in that sense. They're very much behind the scenes in terms of comparing it to like a CEO. A CEO is the face of the company. The CEO is at the conferences. They're doing the press circuits. They're doing, you know, waving from the float, for the company float. They're the face of the company. And in comparison, the chief of staff is very, very much behind the scenes. So they're in that number two spot and they are very comfortable and they even like that behind the scenes position more. A funny, a funny way to think about this is the movie Jerry Maguire. So Tom Cruise in the movie Jerry Maguire, in the, I think it's the opening montage of that movie, he is, Tom Cruise is doing a voiceover and he's trying to explain the role of chief of staff, or trying to explain the role of sports agent chief of staff. He should explain the role of a chief of staff. He'd be great at that voiceover. He is trying to explain the role of a sports agent. And one of the things he says is, and you know, when my client makes it big, it's the, it's the greatest day ever, boof. 
and they have a picture of a newspaper clipping with the quarterback holding up the jersey of the new team they're on with some family members. And then he goes, and there's me on the left. And the picture has him almost entirely cut out. So it's like one sliver of Tom Cruise's face. And I always thought that was a funny part of the movie. It also reminds me of, there's my CEO having a big day, and there's me on the left. The chief of staff is cut off, but that's okay because it's behind the scenes. And so that's what makes the role a bit different from others and a unique one in the business. All right. Thank you for checking out this episode, and we will catch you next time on Leveraging Leadership. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 